Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Our first guest is a guy that I really used to love on Fox News. Didn't come out with me and Bernie all that much, but did the I Missed Up and other shows around town. Very, very smart, uh, brilliant guy. Writes books, television, big-time judge out of New Jersey, Andrew Napolitano. Judge Napolitano here on the Bernie and Sid in the Morning Show. No Bernardi's out sick. I'm Sid Rosenberg. I am here. Judge, good morning. How are you, buddy? Sid, I'm great. How are you, my dear friend? What a pleasure to hear your voice. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. I feel the same way. I was telling these guys, I haven't talked to you in, in years. Well, the Look- last time we talked, I think, was when, um, ooh, who was I filling in for at WABC? When you were the general manager or the executive producer? Was it Geraldo? I think it was Geraldo. It was Geraldo. You're right. And what's funny about that, George, is that Geraldo eventually was not brought back. They decided instead to bring me back from Florida, and me and Bernie replaced Geraldo, even though Imus and others wanted Mike Lupica. So that was the case. You were you filled in for Geraldo, and then me and Bernie took over for Geraldo. But you're on the station quite a bit, and you're terrific. And uh, we want your opinions on all the big news across the world today. Let's start with this. Joe Biden, we are not big fans on this show. In fact, we can't stand him. We can't stand him. He is well, blaming blame you. You know, he's, uh, he's spending us into uh, oblivion, and he's blaming inflation on the gas companies, inflation, uh, the oil companies. Inflation has only one cause, too much money chasing too few goods. That's right. Now, Donald Trump borrowed a lot of money. Borrowed, he borrowed $2 trillion in four years. Biden has borrowed $2 trillion in one year. Wow. So you can see what happens. The same amount of goods, more money in the, in the money supply. It's a natural response for the cash to go up. It is. The government is. keeps pushing its debts onto future generations. That's been going on since Woodrow Wilson. Oh, wow, because okay, so you're talking about a long time since World War One. So, but, but, but here's where I get annoyed here, Judge, is that the, the narrative has changed because you know that the gas prices, they were blaming all that, the oil deals uh, on, on uh, supply chain issues, post-pandemic stuff. Now they just blame Putin for everything, or in this case, Biden now blaming the oil companies. It's very simple. Who's really to blame, Judge? Well, the government loves to have an enemy. It loves to have somebody to hate to blame its failures on. For 50 years, we were taught to hate the Soviet Union. Then we were supposed to hate Iran. Then we're supposed to hate Saddam Hussein. For two years, we were supposed to hate COVID, even though it's not a human being, obviously. Now we're supposed to hate, uh, hate Putin. If, you, if you're concerned about in not enough oil, Uncle Joe, <laughs> let people drill in the United States. We will be totally oil independent. We won't have to buy from Putin or Venezuela or anywhere else. But, and I say this in fairness to Joe, I don't hate him. I'm not crazy about him. I don't hate him. I've known him. I've known him for 40 years. I uh, was a professor of law at Delaware Law School, and Joe was an adjunct. Now, the rest of the faculty thought he was a joke. (laughs) The students loved him because he's got a great personality, and he and I got along with each other. We used to sit next to each other. On the on the Amtrak on the Acela, um, but Joe needs to stop listening to the hard lefties in his party, 
who are tugging him to the left, the environmental crazies who think that owning a lease is the same thing as drilling for oil. Government gives away leases all the time. It doesn't let you drill. It needs to let these oil companies drill in the United States will be totally oil independent. There'll be no supply chain issues and there'll be no worries about Russia. Let's talk about the sanctions, immoral, ineffective. We could talk about taking the oligarchs' fortunes and we're refusing to buy Russian oil, something we should have done a long time ago. Like you said, Judge, wasn't that long ago under Donald Trump, we were energy independent. We don't have to rely on other countries. I know we still bought from Russia, I get it. But we don't have to rely on other countries to do this type of stuff. What about taking the oligarchs' fortunes and, and as we've done now, just stop buying Russian oil? That, that's not enough, but it's a good start, yes? I, I have no problem with not buying Russian oil as long as we have enough oil on our own. So I'll go back to what I just said about drilling. In terms of seizing the oligarchs' assets, it's absolutely immoral, it's unconstitutional, and it's criminal. Who the heck are we to be seizing the assets of private individuals that have nothing to do with the human rights violations that are going on uh, in the Ukraine? Ah, there's a statute. There's two statutes. One, the Economic Emergency Act, and two, the Magnitsky Act. They're both Obama-era statutes. Joe Biden is familiar with both of them. He was the vice president at the time. And they both say the president of the United States can interfere with any economic contract with a foreign entity or a foreign country if he believes that foreign entity or foreign country is violating human rights and he can seize assets of those who help the violators. That statute is absolutely unconstitutional because the Fifth Amendment says if the government wants to take property from anyone, not just an American, anyone, they can only do it by due process, which means a trial at which you prove fault. So two days ago, this is not a joke, a five hundred million dollar yacht that's half a billion was seized in the bay of naples now, i'm not saying this because my name is napolitano but <laughs> <laughs> it happened in naples it was seized by the carabinieri which is the sort of upscale italian police their version uh, of the fbi what are they doing seizing it ah the cia asked the carabinieri to seize this yacht if the owner of the yacht wants it back you're talking about half a billion dollars and a lot of people working on it. If the owner of the yacht wants it back, he has to come to Washington, D.C., file a lawsuit, and prove that he is not a violator of human rights. I mean, that turns the law on its head. In America, if the government wants your property, it has to prove fault. You don't have to prove that you're not at fault. So the statute that Joe is relying on is reprehensible, but it's very popular when he does it. Oh, it is. Attack yes. Putin's friends as right. if they have anything to do with it. Well, well, this guy that owns uh, the yacht, uh, Judge Napolitano, do you know his name? Do you know exactly who he is, what his affiliation is, all that? I don't. Do you? I, I, I don't. I could have looked it up, and you can easily look it up, because this one that they seized from the Bay of Naples is the biggest one of, of all the oligarchs, which is why I use it as an example for two reasons. One, it's worth half a billion. And two, you can see we're not the only ones doing the seizing, that we have our foreign partners, in this case, the, the Carabinieri in Italy. Right. We have our foreign partners seizing it uh, as well. But the concept of the government seizing property without proving fault is absolutely violative of the Constitution. And if it ever comes here, it will be reprehensible. Judge Andrew Napolitano, so great to hear his voice back on the Bernie and Sid in the morning show here on Talk Radio 77. Where is Bernie, by the way? 
Well, Bernie, unfortunately, has not been feeling well. He was diagnosed with prostate cancer a couple of months ago, stage four. And uh, he's now going through his third round of chemotherapy. So we pray every day he's going to be okay, but he's in a, he's in a tough battle, Andrew. Okay. Not easy. He's, in, yeah. he's in my prayers. I did not know that. I will tell him I he does you love you. I Roger Stone uh, the other day. Oh, and you I did? I heard Vern, uh, Bernie's voice. But you know the way Stone talks. It may have been all Stone. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> I but, say this as his boyhood <laughs> friend. No, actually, Bernie was here that day. So what happens is he, he works for about two or three weeks. Then he takes a week off when he gets his chemo. So he was here that day last week, uh, Judge, with uh, Roger Stone. He'll be back again coming up on, on Monday. Tell him I love him and I miss him. It was a joy to work with him. Uh, because sometimes I must wanted to bite my head off No, he protected me. <laughs> of course he did. Uh, no. Hey, let's talk about Zelensky here for a second. He has become kind of the hero. My son, Judge, is 13 years old, my son Gabriel. And forget about the sports figures and the guys on TikTok. His hero right now is Zelensky. That's how, that's how big Zelensky has gotten. And he is furious. He believes the West is not doing nearly enough. And the story today is he's very angry with Joe Biden because he was promised those MiG-29 jet fighters that are sitting in Poland because, quote, Joe Biden doesn't want to infuriate Putin anymore. Are you kidding me? He's already I, blowing up women and children. What are you worried about at this point, Judge? I, I, I fully agree with you. Look, the, 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 the red-blooded American side of me says we should blow these people away. We absolutely should blow these people away. This is the most m- monstrous unconstitutional, illegal, immoral uh, war crime in the history of the, of the world. Eh, maybe the, the Holocaust was worse, right. but, but without saying the history of the world, in the modern era. In the and, and it does. And by the way, the Holocaust was worse, no, and I'm a Jewish person, but Correct. you would agree that this does mirror World War II yes, too much for my taste. Mirror, this does mirror the beginning uh, of World War II. So the red-blooded American in me wants to stop this with superior firepower, as my military friends would say. But the, the libertarian in me, the constitutionalist in me, the person thinking about the future in me and about mothers of, of uh, soldiers in me is saying we do not have a dog in this fight. And the most we can do is supply him with, the, uh, with uh, humanitarian uh, help. That's the best we can do without risking World War II. Look, there's an airfield in Poland that's about 10 miles from the Polish-Ukraine border. If some Russian tank commander misreads his GPS and fires into that airfield and destroys Polish and American airplanes, what does that mean? That means World War III. Right. That means all of NATO is going to come down uh, on Putin. That is the last thing that we want. And also, there's no fly zone. That could be another, uh, obviously, motivation for World War III, right? Yes. I don't like the way all this sounds, that Biden is afraid of Putin. I don't think Biden is afraid of Putin. I think Biden is afraid that Putin will do something irrational, which would draw us into, into uh, World War II. Look, if American troops start uh, fighting Russians, what do you think they're going to do? They'll bomb Los Angeles. Right. I mean, they'll, they'll do something absolutely outrageous, insane, crazy, immoral, and criminal to keep Putin in power. We don't want to go there. You know, when, uh, when I look at the New York Post and I see atrocities, Judge, and I see women, children, maternity hospitals getting blown up, it, it makes me so nauseous and so upset that I hate making it 
political. But that's what this show is. That's what we do, right? We're talking baseball, ESPN, we talk politics. Oh, the ver- don't even mention baseball. Oh, don't <laughs> even know. mention baseball. I know you're a baseball I, fan. I'm a Yankee fan and have been, you know, since the man in my house, in my parents' house when I was growing up. Now, I know you're Jewish and I'm Catholic, but you'll know what this means. Mandel. Maris and Barra were another blessed trinity. They could do no wrong. We practically had to genuflect when we mentioned their names. I get it. I get it. Those are three of the all-time greats. But uh, (laughs) in terms of the political, that's very cute. In terms of the political area here, uh, here, I should say, uh, it's a very simple question. If Donald Trump, you don't have the answer, obviously, because he's not, but I'm going to ask you to predict. If Donald Trump was still the president, would Putin be doing any of this? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he would he would fear a violent uh, response. Now I don't know. You know, the, the Donald Trump, whom, as you may know, has been a friend of mine for thirty five, going on forty years, had a personal uh, relationship with uh, Putin that Joe Biden does not have. Uh, I just think it would be a very very different world. I think uh, Putin and his military people would be terrified of what Trump would do. And do you think on the way out, because of if you believe all the Hunter Biden stuff, which I do, I thought Miranda Devine did an amazing job, Tucker Carlson, Bablinsky, others. Do you believe that because of Hunter and his father and his uncle's dealings in Russia, in Ukraine, in China? that there's a little bit of an issue here with Biden really being honest because at the end of the day, they're making a couple of bucks. I hope not. That's the best answer I can give. Right. The Joe that I have known, and again, when I knew him, it was 35, 40 years ago when I was teaching at Delaware Law School and he was an adjunct. The Joe that I have known uh, is a middle-of-the-road intellectually honest Democrat. I don't think that's the same Joe that's in the White House. The, the Joe in the White House is, is too old, too withered, and too tied to the deep left of his party. He doesn't believe any of what they say, but he knows that if they desert him, the Democrats are a minority. You did leave out too corrupt. That may be the biggest issue of all. I'm not sure, but you did leave that out. Hey, right. uh, Judge, <laughs> it is great to hear you back. I'd love you to come back more often now that you're back here this morning. Keep coming back. You're any, great. Anytime, Sid, and uh, Bernie's in my prayers. You got Can't it. Thank you. you so much, folks. There he is, Judge Andrew Napolitano. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at at info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.